0: Van D, a a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. My name is Van D. Aspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Welcome to Van Deeb's three-part series on the power of asking. It's one of Van's all-time favorite presentations to teach people how to ask for what they want in life. So here's Van Dieb in part one of The Power of Asking live. Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna put this on real quick. Thank you for coming today. The presentation today is The Power of Asking. So hopefully you will leave here more confident than you came. A Seattle man went to over 240 banks. And he kept asking for financing, financing for this crazy idea of a coffee shop, until his 244th financial institution said, yes, sir, Mr. Howard Schultz, we'll loan you money to build Starbucks. He kept asking until he got what he wanted. There was another man who wrote a book And he went to over 130 publishers and asked them to please publish my book. And they all said no. So then his agent even dropped it. Finally, somebody said yes, I'll publish your book. And that was Jack Canfield who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Now it's Over 500 million copies sold, the point he kept asking. And then a lot of you that have been to my events know that I love to tell you about this gentleman who also went to over 300 lending institutions saying, please loan me money to build my dream. They all said no. So finally, the 303rd, this is all documented, lending institution said, Yes, sir, Mr. Walt Disney, I'll loan you money to build your theme park. He kept asking. One thing we all have in common is the God-given talent to ask people to do business with us. Don't you feel that you're not being fair to yourself if you don't utilize what you have inside of you? What your God-given abilities, you already have them. They're already deep inside of you. So you should want to utilize them. I am the king of asking for what I want in life. My whole life, if I wanted something, I had to ask for it. It's not painful. You just have to try. I have lived a blessed life because of it. Sometimes I stop to realize where I, what got me to where I am today, and it definitely wasn't from being a great student. It wasn't because I was entitled, and it wasn't because I inherited a business. I grew up in a family of teachers. It was because I learned how to ask and want to be successful you have to ask for opportunities asking for business is the world's most powerful and neglected secret to success and happiness notice i didn't say anything about making money we have our own definition of success to some success may mean making lots of money and being financially independent To others, it may mean being a great parent, a great son, a great daughter, or being healthy and happy and loving life. Success to you may be recognized as being really good at your career. There's no wrong answer to define success. One of the ways to become a better asker is to be confident. People gravitate to confident people. Being confident may mean knowing as much as you possibly can about your product or your service. You will have better results when people you ask to do business with you if you are knowledgeable. And I believe the more knowledgeable you are, the more passion you can create about what you do. Your goal should become to be an authority and to be an expert at what you do and in your industry. I grew up in Omaha and later after my school years, I moved to Dallas, Texas. I went to Dallas, Texas with $500 in my pocket and a car that literally i drove there that wouldn't go over 60 miles an hour and i was down a hill it was not a, it was not a fancy car i was just grateful that i had that i had a car to get me there when i got to dallas i waited tables to put myself through real, to, through real estate school 35 years ago in my career My goal was to be recognized and is still today as an expert in real estate. Not just in the business. I want to be labeled as an expert. So I recommend, learn your trade. Own what you do for a living. If you don't like what you're doing right now, then keep searching. Don't be happy where you're at if you're not happy. Keep searching. You are the only person who can ask yourself, do you like what you do for a living and do you own your career? Or are you just taking up space and passing through life as a guest? You know what I'm talking about. You either own what you're doing or you're just gonna show up and pass through. One of the ways of not being a guest in life and taking ownership is, You have to be comfortable asking people to do business with you. It's not fatal. No one's ever died from saying, please do business with me. Then there's always begging. You have to take baby steps. If you're not comfortable asking people or going or that confident to ask people, try it. Take baby steps. Once you make taking baby steps a discipline, watch what happens. It will slowly become natural to you, and then it will become a habit. So the big question, I could go on and on and on about being a great asker. But the big question is, are you worthy? Are you the type of person that people want to help? Are you the type of person that people want to help when you ask them to do business with you? I have a lot of people that ask me to do business with them. I just don't care for them. So what if you don't care for somebody? You're going to give them business? I don't think so. I want to give business to people that treat people well and that take care of customers. So some of the things you've got to ask yourself. Are you present when you are with people, or do you check your phone constantly? You think people want to give people business that aren't present when you're in front of them? I got my favorite trainer in the whole world, Eric Bird, back there shaking his head. Say hello, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I like about spending time with Eric Bird is when you talk to him, he listens to everything you're saying. Are you that person? Do you give people your undivided attention? We're all guilty of this. I'm guilty of the things that I'm telling you not to do. Because we're not perfect. Giving people undivided attention will help people be more receptive when you ask them. Do you show respect to your clients? So some of the ways we show respect, you say, well, how can I show respect? If they call you on Monday at 10 o'clock, there's a good possibility they want to talk to you Monday at 10 o'clock, not Thursday at 3. Call them back. Gee, that's a simple one. It's a brain buster. Is that what I'm trying to say, Sue? No No brainer. Thank you. There's a reason why we spent all that time together back at Deep Realty. Return people's calls. Return their texts. Return their emails. You know, I've asked so many people in my career, in real estate and in my speaking career, thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I'm so grateful we're doing business today. But I'm just curious, why'd you pick me? I'm grateful you did. But I'm just curious, what are some of the characteristics of the reason why you picked me? And I I can't tell you how many people in my real estate career and my speaking career They said, you were the first one to get back to us. Didn't cost me a dime. If I'm calling somebody to give them business and they don't get back to me, I don't care how good you are. I'm not doing business with you because you didn't respect me. You didn't call me or return my call immediately. And I don't mean immediately. Even if you're busy. I was one of the busiest real estate agents there was. But even if you called me and I was swamped, I still made time to make a phone call or a text to say, with clients, where can I call you back tonight at 9 o'clock? So they know they're important, right? Doesn't that make people feel important? And 9 out of 10 times they say, no big deal, call me tomorrow. But at least I acknowledged them. That's something we all can do that doesn't cost a dime. Do you make people feel like they matter? when you are with them? Are you trying to be their bright spot? We have this God-given ability to make people feel like they matter. Everybody does. We all have the ability to say something that'll make people feel like they matter. Some of you that have been loyal enough and keep coming to my events, and I'm so grateful to see a lot of the same people that come to my events, but you know I quote this one lady more than anything. So I love Mary Kay Ash. Mary Kay Cosmetics, she built a billion dollar business. But she said something years ago. Years and years ago. It's so simple. She said, pretend everybody has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. How hard is that? I don't care who you are, what level of success you've reached. We all want to feel like we matter. It's crazy simple to realize that's all it takes to make somebody feel that good. You know, even though I'm highly motivated and I'm grateful to be alive and I thank the good Lord 10 times a day when I wake up, I still wake up sometimes in not so great moods. I'm not the happiest person on the planet every day. And all it takes is one person to say to me, I like your tie. But all it takes is somebody, all it takes is somebody to say, I like that. You look good. Thank you. Or something, some little thing. It changes my mood 100%. A Parkville Media Production.